Turns out she's psychic. Becca Tosper. <laughs> That's Tracy. Because I'm lazy. <laughs> Tosper. <laughs> I'm Laura and today we're going to chat about raising your vibration. Yay. I've been waiting for this one. Yeah, it's a good one. It is a good one. Well, I'm guessing it's a good one. <laughs> From well, what I know about it, it's a good one. I think it's um, I think it's what people like to hear. It's what they like, like to know about want to need mm. to all of the above yeah can we go back to the top and talk about vibration mm -hmm. what it is mm -hmm. and so everything vibrates yes. everything and everything uh manifests based on its vibration its energy its energy yeah so vibration and energy those two terms how do they marry up to one another well, energy is um, almost like the manifestation of vibration. Yeah, so high or low energy is high or low vibe? Mm, energy would be like a, the whole sum of the vibration inside of the energy. So it's like you mm -hmm. as a human, Laura, mm. are energy. Yes. And inside of you, you have many vibrations going on. Gotcha. Okay, sure. So your sum energy, so who you are as a person and how you present, is made up of many vibrations. Gotcha. Which is why we look the way we look and are so fantastical. Why we're so multifaceted. Yeah. yeah. But everything manifests in its density of its vibration as well. So vibration can, like... That table is vibrating at a density that allows it to be manifested as a physical object. Mm -hmm. But it's the wood, the timber that is the physical object, and then man has made the table out of the physical object of wood. Gotcha. So trees would vibrate at a frequency that make it wood mm -hmm. or timber. Timber! <laughs> but is anyone there to see it? Does it exist? Oh. Oh. <laughs> What does it say if a tree falls? Yeah, in a forest and no one's there to hear it. Does it make a sound? <laughs> that's energy. That's vibration. Yep. That's, and that's a good question and that's why it's the question. Yep. Because sound vibrates. Like everything has a vibration. Everything. Yep. yep. So. When we're we, talking. Yes. Yeah. So okay. if we think about um, vibration when it comes to spirituality and the way that we talk about vibration. Yes. Really what we want to understand is a few different things. One we can manipulate our vibration quite simply. Um, we are usually a product of our vibration at any time. Uh, we can have vibration that is almost existing inside of us that we're not even aware of most of the time, but also vibration that is out of date or redundant to how we think we are now. And that's the dangerous kind of vibration. Because uh, the longer that it's in there, the denser it gets, which we'll talk about a little bit later. 
Um, and then we've got uh, the ability to look at things like our nutrition in terms of everything that we absorb, which I think I've spoken about before in terms of what I think nutrition is. Yeah, yeah, we've certainly touched on the holistic nature of it. It's not just the food. Yeah, yeah. so it's the TV shows you watch, the conversations you have, the textiles and things like that that you surround yourself with. Everything that you are exposed to is your nutrition. Uh, so if we actually look at um, what we choose to fill up in our day, you know, it's if we look at the food and the drinks and things like that, where by the end of this you'll be able to have an idea of what vibrates high and what vibrates low and how you can manipulate your vibration based on what you consume via food and drink. Yeah. Um, but then you can also manipulate your vibration by the activity that you do because activity vibrates um, by the shows you watch, by the books you read, by the content you listen to. Yeah, so it's becoming aware and conscious of making choices yeah so it's the big mac meal or the organic yeah there's a time and place for both of them exactly there is (laughs) exactly yeah Mm -hmm. and so that's i'm back on my exactly's (laughs) great um so yeah so vibration is uh essentially kind of what everything is made up of yeah and we can sort of learn ways to um manipulate Yep, learn tools to help ourselves and vibe higher. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, like, with work, um, when I do mediumship, I'm vibrating at the highest I can. Yes, you've talked about yeah. being the medium, meeting yeah. them in the medium. Mm. So there's the vibration, I guess, is looked at on the micro and the macro and all the way in between. So yeah. today I think I might just talk about some of the different ways that that happens in most of our lives. Yeah, every something day we can all yeah, work yeah, with. Feel out. Yeah. Great. Where would you want to start? Um, what if we start with um, the nutrition side of things first? Yes, please. Because then that might help people understand um, how we get sick. Yep. So I think... Sometimes why we get sick. All, all the time. I shouldn't be all able the to time. do this. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh God, I do. My mind goes off on so many I know. tangents because <laughs> I get so excited about it, and I want to teach everyone everything, but I can't. <laughs> but when we're talking about nutrition, and you're definitely the person that made me aware of it, I think my first reading with you about looking at it in a more holistic nature and like you were just saying it is the shows you watch and what you choose to spend your free time with or even the job that you choose to have your friends your conversations if it's not just the food but obviously it's the food as well because food has that vibration that we've discussed um and so do emotions Mm -hmm. so what do we do with that if we acknowledge that we're in some low vibe areas. Yeah. How, what's the first thing that we can do to try and get up out of that? Yeah. So if you're feeling um, maybe a bit depressed, uh, depressed is a a big word, but Mm -hmm. if you're feeling low um, emotionally and mentally and maybe physically as well, because usually that all kind of goes hand in hand, um, 
there are ways that you can look at it in terms of I can raise my vibration for my feelings, my emotions, I can raise my vibration for my thoughts, and then I can raise my vibration for my physical self as well. And if you look at the three aspects of that, um, then you're going to have the best chance of doing it quicker, but also the best chance of doing it real rather than forcing yourself to do it and faking it. It yeah. becomes more a real honest raise of vibration rather than just a fake raise of vibration. So if you're feeling like that and it's quite low, one of the best things that you can do is um, first of all start consuming uh, food and drink, a liquid that is high vibrational. And what I like to say to people is when you're feeling really low, you can't jump from low to high like that. Like you just can't do it unless it's real. So I always just suggest to people, just one up yourself. So if you're having coffee in the morning and you're feeling low and you've got to force yourself to have your coffee or maybe three coffees to be able to even face work in the morning or face the kids or face your partner or whatever. Instead, swap it for um, freshly squeezed lemon in boiling water. That's alkaline, but it's also going to speed up your metabolism, which is going to raise your vibration. Um, and it's going to have a much more high vibrational effect than caffeine because caffeine's a stimulant. So Whilst you might feel better with caffeine, it's not raising your vibration. It's just, it's that whole faking it of a raise of vibration, which is why we have the crash, which is why we get addicted to caffeine. Yeah, it's not maintainable. Exactly. And so you can't get addicted to lemon water. You have to realise that it's like a tonic to maintain a level, but it's like the chicken or the egg. Yeah. Once you start drinking it, you don't need to reach for the things like coffee and caffeine because... It is keeping you maintained. Yeah. I so, love my coffee though. Yeah, and a lot of people do. But yeah. I always just say to people, it just depends on why you're drinking it. Yeah, it's not a problem. Yeah. And why you're drinking it. Mm. If you're drinking it because you just love a good coffee, mm. or you're mm. drinking it because you need it to function, they're two very different reasons to love coffee. Yeah, that's true. And that's where that vibrates too. So your thought and feeling yeah. around coffee has its own vibration. Yeah. Are you feeling like, oh, my God, I need this and it's my vice? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> then that, that vibration is quite low. Yeah. But if you're drinking it because you love the smell of it and it takes you back to when you were in Italy and you had the best coffee of your life or whatever, <laughs> yeah. then that vibration is really high. Yeah, there's coffee and then there's coffee. Exactly. Not coffee is amazing. Yeah. yeah, so it comes down to that's where it's the, the three ways of, of – truly raising your vibration so if you're looking at what you're consuming physically like food and, and liquid um to raise your vibration but then your thoughts are still low which yep. is like i'm drinking this coffee to raise my physical vibration <laughs> but my thoughts are still like fuck i don't want to go to work and see nancy because nancy's a schmancy yeah i didn't want to get out of bed exactly like, got a sore head. exactly yeah 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 <laughs> So it only raises one part of your vibration, which is not raising your vibration at all. No. It, you're just tricking yourself into thinking that you are. You think, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Gotcha. So the, one of the things to recognize is though that as humans, the, the things that we consume in a food and drink way have a huge effect on raising our vibration as much as our thoughts and our feelings do. Yeah. So it is one part that 
is going to be almost like a um, comeback and it's got more perpetual motion to it. Because if you think about drinking lemon water, for example, is going to speed up your metabolism. It's going to alkalinize your system, your body, um, which for those of you who don't understand what that means, it basically just means that we all have a pH level within our body. There's acidic and there's alkaline and there's a neutral and if you're in the acidic area, you're someone who may experience physical pain um, and be a little bit toxic in some ways. It just depends on how acidic and for how long you've been acidic for. You could have an infection, all that sort of stuff. And I'm looking at Lara and she's a nurse and she's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm for a picturing lot of getting some litmus paper yeah. and like dabbing <laughs> it on people's it? foreheads oh. before we become friends. <laughs> see how toxic you are yeah. <laughs> what's how a pH because we can't like if you're not a seven we're out <laughs> if we're not on the same color chart <laughs> if you're not in the blue region I, I don't even know why you're in my space like how did you even manifest oh, in even. my space I hate <laughs> to see the color that my litmus paper turns <laughs> <laughs> yours would be pretty good oh listen Just to you that's why we're friends <laughs> yeah yeah that's why you're in my space oh, um so if you do that, then if you think about it, you're physically um, going to maintain much more of a higher vibration throughout the day because you're supporting your physical body in many areas rather than just caffeine, yep. doing something simple and that's short-lived. And then over a long period of time will actually be quite acidic. Yes. Because caffeine's acidic certainly is yeah so one thing is a short burst and it's um it's um instant gratification type situation and then the lemon water would be delayed gratification in terms of vibration yeah it's two very different reasons why you're having it really like if you just needed a hit like a drug like the caffeine sure. to you know perk you up to perk you up that's not maintainable whereas the lemon water you yeah Eventually, you're not going to need the caffeine. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, and then Unless you can just you really drink your coffee like because it. you like it. Yeah, exactly. Well, no one really likes caffeine. Like no. It's coffee. We're so... not popping caffeine tablets here, there and everywhere, are we? Yeah, otherwise we would well, just no dose our life. No dose. <laughs> Get up in the morning and have an no-dose. Have a no-dose. Oh. <laughs> so it's like, alone. let's mm. go back to loving coffee. Yes. Rather than having it because it's like, that's the only way I can function. Not to have crap in the tea room. Hmm. Yeah. I said goodbye to that years ago. Yeah. I yep. don't drink coffee because I'm pretty sure I have like a mild allergy, just oh. quietly. Mm. Um, so coffee is one of those things that I wish I could like. And mm. over the years, I've wished that I could use it to pick me up because I got addicted to energy drinks because I don't drink coffee. It's like, do you want a coffee? No, I've got my Red Bull things. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and then pre-workouts and things like that. <laughs> so, like, I'm, like, I definitely have an attachment to the, the lift that it gives you, the perk that it gives you. Oh, who wouldn't? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I would really love to love coffee, like, the smell mm. of it and making it, because, you know what, I really love the word percolated. Percolated. It's one of those words, it's like quarantine. <laughs> percolated. Like, it's like one of those, like, just like saying it. Do you have words that you just like saying <laughs> Oh, Thank maybe. <laughs> yeah, I definitely do. I can't think of it on the spot right now. Percolated. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Before we lose our five people and listening. Yeah. <laughs> so essentially becoming aware of our habits 
like if we're feeling like shit, then becoming aware of what we're doing, have a look at why we're doing it, yeah, and then but, have a look at where we go. Yeah, but the first thing it. first is that sometimes you can't even get to that point when you're feeling low. Yeah. It's just like someone will come in and go, let's go for a walk. You know that that's going to lift your vibration, but yes. you're like, fuck off, I don't want to go for Still a walk. Still don't do it. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, I know all of the things that I should be doing. I don't want to do them. Fuck off. Yeah. yeah. And that's what's making me even more down because yes. you hate yourself I don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's yeah. just that accumulative yeah. downward spiral. Yes. So that's why having consuming something that is going to support you without you even needing to do it again and again and again and again. So if you just raise your thought process or your feeling process, you have to be diligent with keeping it there. Whereas if you have the lemon water and maybe some um, muesli with nuts and seeds and fruit, fruit, something that's going to be a higher vibe, that's going to help you maintain that throughout the day rather than it being something that you have to sit there and keep eating to keep feeling good. Mm-hmm. Makes sense? Yeah. So it sustains that for you on a physical level. And when you start to lift your physical vibration higher, your thoughts and feelings toe the line. They follow suit. Exactly. And so it's that chicken or the egg again. So a lot of people will just go, just be grateful. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fuck off. We could just be grateful, to be honest, because it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. And next week we'll talk about manifesting. Yes. Which will go into that whole what comes first situation much deeper for everyone to understand. But it'll be good after everyone listens to this episode for them to try and raise their vibration before we get to next week's episode because then they'll be mm. able to start running with next week's episode, which is the manifesting. Yeah, and to look at where we're at yeah. now. and exactly. So the first things first is just force yourself. If you can't force yourself to go for a walk or any of those really kind of massive effort things, force yourself to eat something or drink something that you know just out of common sense is going to be a high vibration. You can still eat the low vibration stuff just quietly, mm-hmm. but eat the high vibration stuff first. And then if you still want the low vibration, have the low vibration. Or up your water. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's a matter of like, because I suffered with deep, deep depression for a very long period of time. And, and I have lots of people around me who do, personally and professionally. Telling them to drink more water is like telling them to go for a run. Is sometimes. that really? Yeah, it can be. So what's the... Because you can almost hate yourself so much or be so low vibrational that you will intentionally not drink the water. Mm-hmm. Like you will make it so you don't drink more water because you know you should be. So what do you do then? Where, what's the first thing... If you're someone like that to do. Force yourself to eat something. Like don't drink more, don't do anything, just have one thing. Just one thing. Yeah. Lemon water. Mm. Do it. Just do it. Hot lemon water. Um if someone says, Can I get you anything? Just say, get me the healthiest thing that you can imagine. And if someone gives it to you, you're likely to drink it or eat it. Mm-hmm. If you have to get up and make it for yourself, too hard, not going to happen. Yep, when we're there. Yep, so yep. it's just reach for the next best thing, which yep. is the next vibration higher. It's not. We're not asking you to just all of a sudden start living on 
holist, um, organic whole, whole foods only. Yeah. We're just saying instead of eating nothing today sometimes, have a piece of toast with peanut butter. Have something. Just have something that's yeah. going to support you. Just one thing better. That's it. Yeah. So that's in the in the consuming. But if you're quite normal, normal, like if you're feeling quite um, standard within yourself and you're not depressed but you're also not high and you're kind of just maintaining this yeah. this neutral. Where you're at. Where you're at. Mm-hmm. Do the same thing. Just think about one-upping what you're doing. We can all do that no matter where we're exactly. at. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, if, you're, if you've got enough energy or you've got enough support to maybe meal prep, then instead of having the meals that you would just have the leftovers the night before. Yeah, the throw together. That's yeah. me. That's my life at the minute. Yeah, but and it's most lives, honestly, because it's very convenient. Meal prepping week to week is like something I'd love to do. And, and it's actually, I do it. <laughs> and once you get into that, you yep. realize how easy it is. You just, but that's one of those things where it's just like, you know, what's good for you, but why don't you do it? And the psychology behind why people don't do it yep. has a lot to do with their vibration. Yeah. So outside of food and drink, um, you've got to realize that there is, um, feelings and thoughts vibrate as well. So there is a, like a hierarchy or a, or a ladder of, um, of emotions and thoughts so if you're feeling um a certain feeling then your body is physically vibrating at that at that feeling now you and i were talking a little bit earlier about how some people mislabel what their feelings are so this can only truly work if you're very aware of how you're truly feeling and you're not afraid to admit how you're feeling so yep. the example that I used is anger. So a lot of people summarize and generalize how they're feeling as angry. But if you just even give them two seconds to step back and just you just got to ask some really smart questions, you can actually get them back where they might actually just say, you know what, I'm just actually really disappointed. And even just saying the word I'm angry to I'm disappointed, like even just the sound of that, is vibrates differently Mm, it's true and when it comes out of your mouth which is action when we speak that's the action that the universe needs to create things sometimes when we say i'm angry instead of speaking our truth which is i'm disappointed first of all we're not speaking our truth and so lying vibrates except we're not thinking we're lying we're just generalized distorting and deleting and going i'm angry we're just misunderstanding, you know, rather than stopping for a moment and saying, I'm angry. Well, why am I angry? Yes. Yeah. I'm disappointed that whatever. And then it's happened. like, so you're not angry. So then you realize. You're disappointed. Yeah. And when you're disappointed, yeah. why do you feel you need to be angry about being disappointed? It's just the go-to, isn't yeah, it? it is. Yeah. And that's because of society, it's because of family, it's because of people's emotional intelligence. And being conscious of, of that. It is so First. it's very deep. Yeah. But on a on a on a simple level for everyone, um, it's a matter of just really first of all to raise your vibration. You've got to know where you're at. So identify what your primary thoughts and feelings are. So if my feeling is, oh, I wish I had more energy, and then and my thought is I wish I had more energy, but I'm feeling obviously quite lethargic. Yes. Um, then. Where I'm actually vibrating is in desperation. 
and suffering. Wow, I would not have got there. Yeah. And, and it's, it's quite a... It, it's a process of just knowing it. Yeah. Through knowing it. Yeah. Being me, I guess. It's yeah. really hard you to... get help. <laughs> <laughs> but so I've also a done a lot thing? of education. Pardon? Yeah. Is that a survival thing? What? Um, the desperation. Leaping, like, going from desperation to I'm lethargic. That's an ego thing. Right. Yeah. And we'll do an ego mm-hmm. episode as well. Um, and so ego says that um, we judge the situation. So usually if I'm lethargic and I wish I had more energy, what you're doing is judging what you think you should be doing rather than just going, okay, well, right now I have no energy. Why do I have no energy? Uh, maybe because I'm toxic or maybe because I'm vibrating low and I'm not supporting my nutrition. Yeah, the self-care isn't there. Exactly. So yeah. I'm watching, I'm binge-watching reality TV that's shit. And then you're judging yourself for it. Yeah. And down the spiral we and go. And down the vibration we go. Sure. And so you can't fake vibration, though. So you can't just go, oh, um, oh. I'm going to go and watch a documentary. Yeah. And we have can... an organic apple. Yeah. Like, mm. it's just not going to work. Like, immediately. What do we but do? But what you can do is when you recognise pulling it back to the truth, that starts to lift your vibration because you're vibrating at truth. That in itself, that acknowledgement. Exactly. Yeah. Raises your vibration. Yeah. So when we can really come down and just admit the truth rather than generalising, distorting and deleting and summarising, yeah. Yeah. it might feel like we're going backwards because we kind of come in on our thought process but the closer we get to our truth we are vibrating at authenticity which skyrockets your vibration which is why in my sessions I bring everyone back to their truth and then from there they're actually like oh and that's when I see that light that their Mm -hmm. eyes change Mm -hmm. because when you start vibrating at truth your vibration in front of me has gone from zero to hero (laughs) <laughs> like in a split second. It's truth minus the judgment that we so frequently go Everyone does. Because yeah. not everyone, I'm generalising there. But most people it's are living in ego. Habit. It's a yeah. It's It's 99.9% of the time, yeah. of people in my room anyway. Because most people are surviving, which is yes. when we talk about ego, we'll, we'll talk about that more. So to, first of all, raise your vibration in terms of feelings and thoughts. You really need to know where you're vibrating. And you don't have to be really specific, but you just need to be one better than where you are. So I'm angry. No, I'm not. One better for me to raise my vibration is coming down to what's actually triggering me right now. What's the bother? Yep. So if it's I'm disappointed, we're going to go with that. So if I'm disappointed, okay, how do I raise my my vibration from disappointed it's not to get angry, even though, and this is going to be a bit of a head fuck for everyone, even though anger vibrates higher than disappointment. Oh, put the chart up. Yeah, I'm not allowed. Oh, I'm going to have to create my own because oh, otherwise okay. it'll be copyright. Sure. Um, Scratch that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I can do the hierarchy of emotions and thoughts for everyone to understand that a little bit more. But it is a bit of a head fuck, especially when yes. I can't show people examples and it's not a visual modality what we're working with. But um, once you get to where you're vibrating, then you can go one up. And so if I'm disappointed, then one up is back to anger again, which head fuck again. 
but at least you know a direction of where your anger can go and you're, you can be in control of how you create your anger. So anger is a super helpful and healthy emotion. It really just depends on how it manifests externally out of you. Go on. So anger can be a fuel to create change. Anger can be a fuel for you to recognize what you're passionate about, where your justice, where your integrity, where your morals, where your boundaries, where everything lies. But if you're someone who angrily punches and kicks and beats the shit out of someone because they're triggering you in your morals or your integrity, then you're going to lower your vibration with your anger. Yep, but if you get to, yeah, if you get to anger and just go, wow, this anger has taught me where I feel very passionate about something. It propels you into yeah, action. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So anger can be a very short term, but one of the most helpful emotions that we can experience if we experience high vibrationally. And people need to get that in their head around that in terms of anger is a great vibration to experience. It's the awareness behind behind it. Exactly. It's like so a if, highlighter. Yeah, it's a yeah, it, mm. it hi- it's exactly what it does. It highlights inside of you what you can do. And you can choose in that moment whether you're going to go low or high. It is a choice if we pause. And most people go low. Yeah, with their anger. Cuz we're just bundles of reactions unless you are conscious enough to go wait a Correct. second. And that's because that's what society tells us. It's what yeah, we're it's it's modelled. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's just what we see people do. But people need to look at anger. We don't have to. Yeah. We're more aware we are. We're and more people that are more aware. The universe never gives us anger to behave in ego. The universe only gives, gives us anger to behave in growth. So if we behave angrily, in all of the ways that that are toxic that we associate with anger, then we are contracting, which means we are not growing from what the universe has served us, this opportunity of anger. So to grow from that, we need to expand, which means we need to go, what am I passionate about? Is this where I need to put a boundary? It's never an external thing. For the universe. Yeah. So from a (laughs) spiritual perspective, Understanding where you vibrate in your feelings and your emotions is paramount. And when we do manifesting, it is number one. Yeah. It is it is the, the most important factor about every part of you. So you've got to really just know where you sit before you can raise your vibration. Sure. So if you're actually generally quite happy and there's, there's like... your feelings if someone said oh how would you describe me they're just like yeah you're pretty cool like you're pretty happy most of the time and you can honestly say that you're not faking it that it's just how you are Mm -hmm. then to raise your vibration you're going to need to do things that are much more um much more progressive than the the not the average person that sits at anger but you're going to need to do things like meditation to raise it you're going to need to do things that are more intentional to raise it uh, because the higher you get the harder it is to raise it so it's like when people say it's easy like if I've got 20 kilos to lose the first 10 kilos came off like that yeah and it was the last 10 kilos that just won't fucking budge and you almost have to Mm -hmm. become an expert at how to manage all your macros and all of that sort of stuff and you know everything to be able to get down to that weight 
Um, and it's exactly the same when you raise your vibration. You've got to get really good at the things that are going to raise your vibration. So you need to learn. So that's when most people will start to reach out for the spiritual side of life when they get to that level. Mm, okay. Because the only way that they can raise it at that point, if it's truth, is through things that heighten your consciousness and feel a little bit euphoric. Getting high, man. Getting mad. <laughs> um, and so some people will go to adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's what I will do. Mm. So if I want to be um, human, <laughs> then I go adrenaline. Like I love adrenaline stuff. Mm-hmm. But if I want to be spiritual, then I go to the more spiritually inclined activities. Sure. Like mediumship and speaking to dead people. <laughs> Make sense? Dolls. Speaking to dead speaking dolls. Speaking to dolls. <laughs> They're not dead dolls. They were never alive dolls. The, Where are your dolls alive? The owners. <laughs> there are some programmable dolls at my work that we can make look alive. AIs? <laughs> mm. Mannequins. Scary. <laughs> um, I drove I was on my way to a medium session at a client's house on Friday night. And it was like just getting dark, you know, in that twilight kind of light where mm. you kind of don't know what you're seeing because it's a bit strange, especially when you're blind like me. And I was driving past this house and a light, like a spotlight came on and under that spotlight was a mannequin and it scared oh my the God. fucking shit out of me. It was <laughs> bald and I'm like, whoa. And of course I was listening to a true crime podcast, of course. my favorite, morbid. <laughs> and I was like, what? what, what, what? <laughs> and I got so scared. Like they're the things that break me out. It's just like, well, why it. do you have a mannequin under a spotlight in your garage? Like what? Why? 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 Scare the intruders away. It's not even Halloween. I know. Like, none of it made sense to me, and that freaks me out. When things don't make sense, I'm just like, mm. That's what makes me laugh. Serial <laughs> <laughs> killer, alert, alert. Um, yeah, so back to the topic, coming oh, back. Yeah, go So, on. the feelings, I guess, is a matter of know where you're at and then just go for one better. Now, what people don't realise is, like, they would never have picked anger as one better than disappointment. No. So okay. that's where you've got to educate yourself on how we go up. So I'm going to read a very quick little um, ladder of how the emotions go up from low to high. Sure. So if we go, so the lowest vibrational emotion is lust. The lowest. The lowest. Wow. The lowest feeling you can have is lust. Mm. And so a lot of people might see lust as something that feels amazing. Yeah. Which most people would generalise as, oh, that's got to be high vibe, right? Like if we had to do multiple choice or if we had to do a quiz, actually, yeah, why don't we do that? Why don't we do that right now? Okay. So. <laughs> Are you going to put me on the spot? <laughs> um, would you put power as, a, as an emotion, feeling powerful? Low. Low? Yeah. Okay. Is that wrong? Would you, would you think that lust would be higher than power? I would have thought so, but you've already told me so I'm cheating. Mm. But, yeah, I definitely would have thought so. Yeah, why? Because um, I thought, I think, I don't know, I would lust after things when I'm online shopping and that feels good. <laughs> I'm so glad that's what came out of your mouth. Whereas <laughs> power is like a real ego-driven you know, power, and that doesn't 
sit well with me. Mm-hmm. But last year when I online shop and I'm not like wishing I had the stuff, but it's nice to lust after it all, realestate.com, lusting after these. Which houses. vibrates at desperation. Yeah. Because so I would never it means that. you're judging that what you have is not enough. Yeah. And so power actually vibrates higher than anger. Yeah, see, I would never put that. And control? Yeah. Higher than anger. Wow. That's and I'll tell you scary. why. Well, anger is just above fear. Okay, yeah. And fear is the deal breaker. Fear is where we go. Fear determines how I act on my anger, how I act with my power, and how I act with my control. Gotcha. Control is is the best thing to have at that point. Yeah. Because yeah. control tells us how we can move for our highest good. Yeah. Or control can be controlling like anger and be outwardly expressed negatively. Yeah. So the control is where we can become conscious and make choices. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So control is actually very it's not very high vibrational, but it's higher than anger. And yeah. it's much higher than lust. Because mm. control almost comes down to I'm at a point where I know where my ground zero is and I now get to control what that looks like yep. and I get to choose. Yes, becomes a choice. Yeah. And then power vibrates just a little bit higher than control, just a little bit. Um, and then will vibrates just above that. So it's what wills us usually is what drives us. It's our driving force. So if you've got your power down right, then your will can be extremely potent in the magic of how things manifest into our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So it goes, lust at the bottom, pain, next, victimization, next, suffering, shame. Shame is a good one. Guilt, fear, anger, control, power, will, gratitude, appreciation, joy, love, freedom, bliss. Bliss. (laughs) And bliss is something that humans very, very, very rarely feel. Like it is exceptionally rare to feel bliss, which is why people go down the spiritual route to be able to reach bliss because bliss almost is something that is reserved for the highest consciousness and when you're at the most highest vibration. And the only way that you can get there is if you're spiritually attuned. Mm -hmm. So for me, most of the time, my goal is to vibrate from anger up. Mm -hmm. Where does judgment sit? Judgment is fear. Yep. And so judgment, fear is the is the ground zero almost of if I use this fear to contract, then I'm going to be in guilt, shame, suffering, victim, pain, and lust. Yeah. If I use fear to expand, then I can use my control, my power, my anger, my will yep. to ex- continue to expand yep. for myself and others. It becomes a choice. Yeah. So I guess it's a matter of on that scale, which I will put up separately, is first of all being honest and truthful with where you vibrate because you're going to fuck yourself over if you think I've got to one-up my feelings vibration if you are skewed with I would have thought that power would vibrate lower than lust. 
Yeah, and then the shame of going, oh, this is where I'm at. I feel so ashamed because then you're judging yourself. Exactly. Whereas you, you just do it honestly without uh -huh. the associated emotions. Yep. Just call the spade a spade. Yep. It is what it is. Yep. Without trying to justify a reason to yourself. Just 100%. move on. That's why in this room, which for everyone that means my spirit room at work. It's so pretty. In this room, that's why there is nowhere to hide and I've got you for an hour and I'm going to bring you to your truth as quick as possible because I know that only from there are we going to be able to move forward. Yeah, Plus, sure. a lot of people get, they, they love that feeling of what truth feels like. It's actually something that people think they're afraid of, but when you actually feel it, it feels like bliss. It's that weightlessness and that liberation. Totally. And that's what I want people to experience with me because that's going to keep them captivated and then their will is going to want to be to come back to that feeling because they've got a new benchmark of what good feels like, what amazing feels like. Yeah, and you know it's achievable. It's very real. Yeah, and all you had to do mm. was be honest. Yeah. And most people can't do that unless they're put in a situation where they're forced to. Yeah. And... Enter Tracy. Yeah, and they're locked in a little room. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who have been in a session with me, you will know what I mean. There is nowhere to hide, and I'm going to be honest. Um, so identify where you're at with your feelings and then raise it. Just sure. one-up it unless you know better. So when I say that, that's when it's like if you know gratitude, if you're someone who practices gratitude, go straight to gratitude if you can, if yeah. you know how to do it. But this is the difference between saying I'm grateful and vibrating at gratitude. Saying I'm really grateful for the beautiful weather today, getting outside and being with friends and family because COVID and like I love that I get to spend this time with them right now. Um, saying that is not vibrating at grateful, at gratitude. So... This is where we have to find something inside of us that we can go back to in terms of a memory from our life where we know that that was grateful. So I go, I've got lots of things in my life where I can go back to points, but for some people, if you're a mum listening, maybe it's the day that you found out that you were pregnant because you tried so hard and you didn't think you could. So that day that you found out you were pregnant, that feeling if you can bottle that up and label it gratitude, when you want to feel the vibration of gratitude, go back to that bottle. Yeah, go and to the memory. Go bank. to the memory mm. and experience that memory. And you'll feel it in you. You'll feel like it might happen in my tummy first, usually. It's like it starts to stir. It's like butterflies. It's just like, oh, and then you start to just feel it bubble through you. Mm. That is your vibration raising. That feeling is your vibration raising. Nice. So it's not sit down and to raise your vibration through gratitude, sit down and write what you're grateful for today. That drives me up the fucking wall. It is a bit of a buzzword, gratitude and grateful. And, and people talk about it and they don't know what they're talking about. Mm. It does my head in. <laughs> It's like it is an amazing practice, but most people are teaching it wrong. Yeah, or when they're talking about gaslighting with gratitude, you know, when people are feeling sorry for themselves. Oh, I just got divorced. At least I didn't cheat on you. Yeah. Or 
Yeah, the other way around. Yeah, it's either. like finding mm-hmm. the positive out yep. of it. It's like, um, uh, um, my son has gotten married and left. And like, well, at least you've got your other son at home. Yes. It's like ways to that's see the not, silver lining. That's not gratitude. No. That's not being grateful. No. No. Um, and it is like, yeah, it is a little bit of gaslighting, I guess. It's just denying your truth. And your truth is that you're sad that this thing has happened. And sad as long there is nothing wrong with being sad. Allow yourself to feel it. Anything, yeah. yeah. Like we, yeah. we we don't want to spiritually bypass shit. No. Like we really don't. But that's why truth matters. Yeah. And people will sometimes say, and this might be a little bit too heckers for most people <laughs> that are listening, but there is this heckers. thing called spiritually bypassing. Which is where people use their spirituality to bypass their true feelings and their experience. So, like, they'll use meditation to avoid feeling what they're feeling. Gotcha. Or they'll use gratitude to Mm. avoid feeling what they're feeling. It's like, do not avoid your truth. Well, you can't, though. Because if you actually feel your truth and real truth... Yeah. It lasts a split second before it evolves from what it is that you've spent the last however long trying to avoid feeling that truth. Yeah. Or holding on to. Yeah. Yeah. So bringing people back to truth of their vibration, whether their truthful vibration is victimization, great. It's really not as scary as what your ego has made it out to be, which is also what society makes it out to be, which is also what our parents, our friends, and everybody else is doing, which makes you think that you're doing it right. You're not. Which is why people create medicines, which is why people create products, which is why people create activities. It's all there is a need and then someone feels that need and there is a want and someone feels that want. There shouldn't be any of that if you come back to your truth because you can evolve it on your own. Yeah, you can move along. You don't have to sort of sit in your emotion. It passes. Well, it's your ego. You acknowledge it. Yeah, it's your ego. And Mm. if you're outside of what is actually the truth, you are always in ego and contracting. So you're always going to look for a way to self-soothe or medicate. We don't self-soothe and we don't medicate our truth. We honour our truth and we look at it and go, well, why am I sad? Yeah. I'm sad because my relationship is over. Okay. That, you deserve to be sad. sad. That is a sad thing. Let's sit with that for a second and explore why you feel sad. And And why you feel sad is because you're judging that it is not what is meant for you right now. But we can't go straight to, oh, you're just judging that. You have to allow someone to be validated with their sadness. Spiritually bypassing would be saying, that's just your ego speaking because you think that that's what, it should be different. Make sense? Yeah, it does. It's It's a huge topic. Yeah, Yeah, it is. And it's a whole different thing. But I get so passionate about it because it's the key. And that's what my book's about. Yep. It is the key mm. to change that lasts, that you can't fake. And when I do my mentoring and my coaching, this is what I take people through in their individual circumstance. And it works. It is lasting change that doesn't just move the needle forever. It changes everything from ever happening again. It, like, it, it just changes life. For real, like it's honest, truthful change that can't be taken from you. 
It can't be robbed of you. It, you can't ever go back down. Once you've got it, it's in the bank. It's stored there in your energy and no one can fuck it. Yeah, because it's you and it's yours. Yeah, and you yeah. can't even fuck yourself over with it. <laughs> like it's just you. once you have self-worth, you have it. It's getting there. It's getting there. Yep. So when it comes to thoughts, thoughts have vibrations too. So this is where it's thinking a lot of the time when we'd be like pity, like poor me. Yes. Thoughts. That's common. So to raise your vibration, it might be, okay, I'm going to not think about myself for a second. I'm going to think about someone else. And that's a really great way to be able to just get yourself off the hamster wheel of poor me. Now, when we think about someone else, we don't want to then go to the person who's got it worse than us, which is what some people might say, like you were saying with the gaslighting. It's like, well, at least you're not Betty over there who's lost a husband, a daughter, and her house and had a car accident and got diagnosed with cancer all in six months. Yes. Like, we don't want to have to think about someone that's worse off to feel better about ourselves. Who do we think about? Who we think about is not really... um, Maybe who is not probably the best thing to do, but think about something else that is high vibrational. So, or think about someone else that is high vibrational. So you can think about, um, you can think about things like sun, moon, earth. You can think about um, having a shower. You can think about Ooh, going yeah. for a swim. You can think... cleanse yourself in that shower. Yeah, I know. Right? That's <laughs> what, I always go to those kinds of things because that's what I do. But you can think about anything. That's helpful. Yep. You can think about creative projects. You can think about whatever comes on the television as long as it's not low vibrational content. So just to take your mind off things and just to change that hamster wheel of thought, yep. put on a documentary that's put on about... some music that you can dance great. around to and be an absolute dick. Because that's actually doing all three. Yep. That's feeling, thought and physicality. So music and dancing is an amazing thing. I love music. It's yeah. A, it's, it gets... It does. gets me going. Yeah, music. <laughs> oh, we just found out a little bit too much about So that. not in that way, but if I'm <laughs> cranky because I've it got to... If you lust over online shopping, no, you listen to music and I'm you are... Oh. Wash up a really dirty <laughs> kitchen and I'm... You know, that's not my favourite thing to do. But if I put some nice music on, then all of a sudden... You're happy I'm dirty. not worried. I'm <laughs> listen to a podcast listen to the radio listen to the, not the news like we, we've got to be really selective with the content yes. that we're listening to yes so put um put music on put documentary on that's going to make you feel good so documentaries that raise your vibration would be nature type documentaries like wildlife plenty of those around not documentaries that talk about um weight loss or you know keto or um carnivore or vegetarian or animals like we like you know animal cruelty and veganism like we don't want to even though the topic might look like it is the intention is good if you think about what you're actually consuming a lot of it is 
ego-based in the way that it's presented, which is low vibration. Does that make sense? A lot of it's shame triggers too. Yeah. 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 So it's not going to raise your vibrations. So one of the greatest things if you can just sit, if you're just sitting in front of the couch and you're feeling like shit, get your remote, change the channel and put on a David Attenborough (laughs) documentary. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or one about the universe and space. Yep. Yeah. Look out your window. Yeah. Yep. Turn the telly off. Yeah, well, sometimes, because if you're vibrating at a certain level that that would be okay and that's your one-up, great, but for the people who are really low vibrational, it's like you need to make it very convenient and easy for them to think. You just need to do it for them. Yeah. So if you've got a, like for some people, they might just get lost staring out the window back in their thought. It's too hard to sustain it. Whereas if you're just mindless watching, even if you're not taking in what it's saying, it's subliminally happening. Yep. So one-up yourself in thought, one-up yourself in feeling, one-up yourself in food and drink. Yes. You can also one-up yourself in the clothes that you're wearing as well. So next time you buy something, if you're in a great mood when you go buying, buy something that is made from organic cotton. Natural fibres. Natural fibres. Um, if you're feeling like shit and you want an impulse buy, buy food that's one up. So like you could buy dark chocolate with nuts rather than the Cadbury. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with Cadbury. Sorry, Cadbury, because I should have shares in Cadbury. But anyway. Same. (laughs) It's about taking care of yourself and making better choices. Just one up it. One up it. And you can also have a, a friend or a partner or someone who can be your one upper. So you can have like a code word. And oh, you can just be like, oh, can you just one up me because I can't do it for myself? Yeah. And it might be that like you would be my one upper, but you naturally do that for me. Like you'll just bring me soup. Oh, yeah. You know, or you'll bring me tea. You'll, you'll just do something. It's like you intuitively know, but this is just because this is the kind of person that you are. Like, I don't oh. think it's, I don't think I'm special in this. I think that you're just like this in general with everyone. It's like you just know what people need and you're like, you're a nurturer and you want to make them feel better. It's like you just know how they're feeling and you just intuitively and instinctively and naturally do something that makes them one up. There you go. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you can have a one-upper. Right. And you can literally just text them, one-up me. Yeah. That's a great idea. Phone a friend. Yeah. We're here to help one another. Yeah, It's exactly. so true. Yeah. What about this beautiful chart you've got, Trace? Can you put that up somewhere about the low vibe, Things that you can vibe, swap. Yeah. Swap in, swap out. Yep. So I'll put that up. That would be great. Um, the chart is... Uh, a mixture of food, of activity, of thoughts, of feelings, and opposite, like, is in the low, and then opposite is a higher vibe that you could, just as a suggestion, swap it out for. Yep. Um, and um, raise your vibration boards. Let's talk about those. Yes, please. Or a riv board. Yes. Laura's like, 
I've never heard of a rib board. Maybe I need to Google it. I'm like, don't Google it because it's mine. Like, it's not even on Google. Yeah. It's something talking, I made up. We're talking about <laughs> what to include in this show. And yeah. Tracy says, oh, rib board. I was like, oh, yeah, I'd like to know more about that. <laughs> Thinking it was like a vision board or something. Well, who knows with you. You yeah. say many funny things. And I thought, Toss oh, <laughs> is it a Ouija board? <laughs> a rib? Like, do you rib them? <laughs> So raise your vibration board. Yeah, so R-Y-V, RIV. It's a RIV board. Okay. So my RIV board, which I'll take a photo and I'll put on socials, um, sits uh, on the wall behind my computer, so above my desk. And so the point of a RIV board is that it's got to be somewhere that you're going to see it. Visual cue. Yes. Okay. So uh, just like a vision board, it is like a cork board or a whiteboard or a poster board or anything like that. And what you put on it are visual cues to raise your vibration. Lovely. So for me, my riff board is a collection of things that uh, are like memories. So they take me back to the memory that is the anchor of that visual cue and it raises my vibration. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. And it sits in a space where sometimes I don't think consciously that I need to raise my vibration. But most of the time, we can get away with raising our vibration. Let's face it. So whenever I look at it, it raises my my vibration. So it's got a mixture of things on there. It's got little gifts that people have given to me, like tokens of appreciation, um, which makes me so grateful that I get to do what I do. But also it makes me grateful that people have taken the time out to thank me. And and it gives me... powerful stuff. yeah, Yeah. And it gives me that feeling of uh, support and love and kindness and compassion and gratitude. Like, it gives me so much. All of the feels. All the feels. Um, It's got um, my owls. So it's got a few owls on there, actually, because owls are always just my – they're my spirit animals. So whenever I see my – yeah, it's my thing. Um, But it's got little little quotes that are attached there that – uh, support me. So one of them is, you know, that quote, um, what if I fall? Oh, but darling, what if you fly? Yeah. And that's something that I, one of my personal type things that I always say to myself when I've got to do something, it's a little bit out of my comfort when zone. When you've got doubt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit of personal self, self-esteem type sort of doubt. Um, people that are close to me without even knowing each other, call me a unicorn. And so I've got a card up there that one of my close friends gave me um, that's got a unicorn on it, and it just says, if you can't be, if always be yourself unless you can be a unicorn, then always be a unicorn. And it just makes me remember that um, in, in the magic, and when I think of magic, I just, I don't think of myself, I just think of magic. Yeah. And it's like, be something that is rare, be something that has a mystery about it and that's got this special thing about it. And it's not be something, but it just... Reminds me that that's how people see me sometimes. Reminds you of who you are. Yeah, and yeah. I love that. When you're not feeling it, maybe. Yeah, mm. and I love that I can be that person for someone. Like, I, it just makes me feel really good that someone feels that way when I'm with them. It's inspiring. Yeah, I just, I, there's things about myself for a very long period of time in my life where I hated myself and I had very low self-esteem and low self-worth. So, or little to none, really. And I behaved that way. And so now I think that because of I step into my authenticity, as sometimes as scary as that can be, and as sometimes as misunderstood as I feel, um, 
for the people that matter, they see me and it makes it all worthwhile. And that really just gets to my heart. Like, I'm not crying now. Mm. Like, it really just gets me in my solar plexus and my heart. And I can't fake that. I can't make myself vibrate there unless I think about those. And that's honouring your authentic self. Exactly. Yeah. The other thing I do have as well is nine questions on that board. Oh. And these nine questions are... uh, questions that in my life, when I have vibrated low, they have been questions that I have found have been asking smart questions, get smart answers. Yes. So it's like a way that I can bring myself back to my truth. Tangible questions. Exactly. And for some people, that's what they need. Yeah, absolutely. Because they need to super. be a little, yeah, they're a bit analytical. That's helpful. It, yeah. And a lot of my clients are very analytical and psychologically inclined, which is why they can't get to their feelings. But that's you. It is, I'm yeah. both. Yeah. I'm a mixture of both. Yeah. And so these questions are sometimes what I need to ask myself to find my truth. Are they personal questions or can no, we, we, we Yeah, we're going to oh, read them out share and I'll, I'll share them. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but they bring me to my truth. And what yes. does truth vibrate at? Higher than probably what I'm at, which is sitting in my ego of doubt or sure generalizing. It's a good reminder to, yeah. Yeah, to bring myself. And so raising your vibration is coming back to your truth. So these questions get me to my truth. So the first one is, can you relabel it? And that's powerful, which it's like, am I angry or am I disappointed? Yes, okay. Am I disappointed or am I sad? Yeah? Yep. Am I happy and joyful and and am I mislabeling it too high? Am I actually really just content? Because we've got to give ourselves a benchmark to get better. Am I gaslighting myself with the silver lining? <laughs> Fuck, headbuck. <laughs> <laughs> Am I gaslighting myself? Whoa. Um, are you making permanent decisions off a temporary feeling? Is another question that I ask myself sometimes. Because this comes down to feeling confident enough to share certain things or to do certain things or to take my business in a certain direction or my personal self in a certain direction. It's like, am I um, going to completely not publish the book because I'm feeling a little bit nervous about people maybe not understanding it? On a whim. Is this yeah. a knee-jerk reaction? Exactly. Is, is this yeah. a fear-based okay. decision? Am I contracting here that's going to then prolong... Yes. My suffering. Yeah? Yeah. And it's almost like, are you throwing the baby out with the bathwater type thing? Okay. Um, then <laughs> your life is or isn't in danger. <sighs> and so this is really bringing it back to survival. And so this is a question that makes sense to me, but it might be a little bit far for everyone else until we've done the ego mm-hmm. episode. Um, because unless your life is in danger... You need to, not need, but you, you, to, to be able to grow and expand, uh, you need to move outside of fear. Yes, that fear isn't warranted unless you could very well die right now. Lions and tigers and bears yes. and rapists and murderers. Otherwise, and... that fear is being driven by other things. Gotcha. Yeah. Next. The next one is, um, does this support my desired outcome? That's straightforward. So it's like if I want to run a marathon next year, does sitting on my ass get you there? Get me there. Okay, got you. 
um, are you surrendering? So surrendering for me is a very sacred spiritual practice and it's something that, like I was saying before, if once you get to a point where you're high vibrational most of the time, surrendering is one of the only ways that you can get further because spiritually we understand that it's whatever's meant for me is meant for me. Yeah. And and my free will determines how I experience that. But it's gonna happen anyway. Yep. So you can be there treading water, keeping your head above the water, um, stuck in a current. Yep. Struggling. Yep. At your own free will. Yep. Or you can let go and float. go with that tide that you can't control. And just lay on your back yep. and watch the beautiful sky unfold and just trust that yep. you're gonna end up in exactly the same space that you're gonna end up in if you struggle. Yeah. Because it's whatever's meant for you is going to happen. Yeah. If you drown, yeah. you're going to drown anyway. You're going to drown looking at the sky and the beauty and the wonderment of it all. Or are you going to drown struggling? Yeah. So, are you going to end up yeah. ashore, exhausted and needing to be revived because it's not your time to die? Or are you going to end up at shore feeling, whoa, that was insane? Further down the stream on a pretty beach. Exactly. And having crazily spun yourself out. The entire time, just going, I've got to have trust and faith. So surrendering for me is a series of, um, it's a process. So for me, I either sit or lay down. I close my eyes and I send my intention to my higher self and then to source or the universe. And I just say whatever is for my highest good around whatever it is that I'm struggling with. I'm ready to receive whatever that is because I'm struggling because my ego is saying that it's not how it should be or how I want it to be. And when I recognize that I'm in that space, if I give it up to the universe and to my higher self, then I have faith that whatever that is, whether it's something that I want to hear or not hear, is what's best for me and I have to act accordingly. So sometimes to raise my vibration, all I need to do is surrender. Because immediately I'm taking myself out of the low vibration of judgment. I love that because you're specific because you've identified the the area that's the the cause of the cause contention, and pain. then you're doing something about it. Yeah, yeah, and it's free. Yeah, and it doesn't hurt anyone. No, and it gets me to the result as quick as possible. Yeah. Next. Uh, next, is there someone who can show up for you? So this is like the one-up me. Oh, yes. Oh, that's So yep. when you've got people around you that are authentic, that are people that you love and that you've chosen to be your people. Friends. Yeah, there are things about them that yep. you love about them. There are qualities in them that maybe you don't have or maybe like maybe you yourself don't have or maybe you do, it doesn't matter. But there are things about them that you love about them and yes. why you're friends. Correct. Is there, is there a friend... Or someone around you who can shine in their amazingness, in their unicornness. Yep. That you can give them the gift of being in their beauty, in their magic, to help you. That's what friends are for? Yeah, pretty yep. much. So is there someone else that can show up for you? It's like, why do I have to have all the answers? Why do I have to just keep showing up for myself? Yeah. Like... Yep. Can I give the gift of compassion to. to myself and mm. kindness to myself to just say I need a little bit of taken care of? I need some help. I need a bit of love. Yeah. Yeah? 
And that love is going to come from a source that is going to also benefit from service. Yep. Like, you love taking care of people. Yes. Like, I know you don't want me to be sick, but when I'm sick, you shine. Like, you just light up. Just (laughs) helping, helping. (laughs) Light up like a Christmas tree. It's just like... Tea, soup, little candles. It's just like, yeah, this is where I shine. It's my time to shine when shit's going down. (laughs) So it's that moment of, is there someone else that can show up for me? Yep. Why do I have to sit here and make it all about myself and sit in my suffering alone? Next question is, are you making it too complex? So am I making it much harder than it needs to be? Quite often we're good at doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's usually because we're in a bit of a tailspin of low vibration. Yeah. So if you stop and ask yourself that. That question, it kind of prompts you to just go, oh, shit. Okay. Obviously I've just spiralled. Mountain out of a molehill. Yep. Yep. And just that simple question, it's like someone just turning around and going, bitch, you're making it too hard. Yeah. Yeah, like, if you stop for five minutes and go back to it, you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. It gives you perspective. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next question is, is it really true? And this is that truth thing. It's like, is it really true? Like, is it? Is it? Am I generalised distorting and deleting? Like, if I go, this is useless, this is hopeless, it's not even like, it's a waste of my time. Is it? Really? What part of it is a waste of your time? Not is the whole thing a waste of your time? Or this is amazing. Mm-hmm. My vibration's really high and sometimes I need to be honest with myself and go, is it or am I just saying that? Is that really true? Is this what amazing vibrates like? <laughs> yeah. No. Sure. Yeah. So sometimes you need to lower it, it lowers your vibration or it lowers your thoughts and feelings to what your truth vibration is, which raises your vibration because you're in your truth. Yes. It's still the truth. Yeah. Yes. And then the last one is pivot or change. And this is a little bit like baby with the bathwater type scenario too. Yes. It's like, do we need to just completely give up and get rid of it and stop it? Or do we just need to alter a few different things and we're right on the money? We're Re-evaluate. Right... Exactly. It's powerful to do that, isn't it? Yeah. I love that. Yep. It's only recently. So they're my nine questions. Mm-hmm. Only recently? Oh, only recently that um, I saw that or the power in that as a good thing and actually a thing. Like I used to think if you set a goal, you've got to achieve that goal. But quite often... You don't. Like, mm-hmm. quite often you reevaluate, and that's a good thing. You're not giving up and you're not changing your mind. You're just becoming realistic or you realise along the way that you've learnt a few things and that goal all, all of a sudden isn't what you needed. It was the... The process. Yeah. Or what you found on the way. Yep. And the goal was almost just a way for you to, to get, get yourself there. there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There's yeah. so much power in realising that and that you're not giving up and you don't always have to follow through for something that you decided five years ago. Yeah, you know? which m- might have been your priority back then but isn't now and then it's just waste, yeah. a waste of time and yeah. energy. Um, cool. There's only one other thing that I have up there that I want to quickly talk about and that is the four questions that I ask myself every morning. Okay. Um, and it's, what do I want to feel today? What do I want to do today? Who do I want to be today? 
and what do I want to receive today? Okay. And what this does is kind of give you a bit of a framework of your intentions. And so sometimes when I look at my raise my vibration board, um, I don't I realize that I don't have an intention around what I'm doing that is clear and that is congruent inside of me. So asking myself those questions in the morning before I sit down to work or to create um, helps me bring it back to my almost my ground zero vibration. It's like remember who you are. Remember what you're here to do. And it just, it checks your ego. It's just Stays like on a, the track. Yeah, it's just like, hey ego, just <laughs> get back in here. Stay on your the seat. Side there. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, so that's my racial vibration board. And um, I will put up a photo of it. There's a couple of other things on there too, but I'll put up a photo of it. And I may or may not have my COVID mask hanging off of the penis. It's probably not a good thing, but hey. It's a clean one. <laughs> um, yeah, so Erase Your Vibration Board is almost like your own little way to one-up yourself. I love it. I'm going to make one. Yes. Get crafty. Yeah. <laughs> Pinterest folder first. I think I've got all that stuff. But to, to put it somewhere. Just to put it great. in. Yeah. I think we probably all might be able to knock one together pretty simply. Yeah. But it's good having the having the the tools, like the questions, whether we go from yours or think about how we want to word it so it resonates with us, to keep us on track. Um, the thoughts taken out of it because when we need that help we can we can go to that and that's ours mm -hmm. yeah love it so the other thing too is that it it's got to sit up above where eyesight is so if you think about what that board's doing just subliminally so you understand because everything that i do with my people is there's subliminal stuff to it as well like everything has no doubt yeah you. and that's spiritual and sometimes i don't even know what's happening until i look back and go huh they're clever assholes aren't they sure so the board has a way to affect my emotions because it's got things that i can go back to that make yes. me all fuzzy inside yeah it's got a way to affect my thoughts because of the questions, the psychology behind it. But it's also got a, a visual um, action element to it as well. So visual and action. So I look up when I look at my board instead of looking down, which is vibrationally up and down. I make it colourful as well. Mm -hmm. So um, – the colours will lift your vibration or lower vibration. Your vibration. So if you've got just a black board, how much is that of that is going to lift your vibration? Yeah. So I've got like a rainbow flag thing and glitter and all kinds of pretty stuff. Mm -hmm, you do. So it's got to be a visually vibrational, like lifting appearance to it as well. So for some people that might not be very visual people, they might not consider creating their raise your vibration board and making it pretty but you kind of have to make it look visually high vibrational as well mm -hmm. so that needs to be subliminal things that that's why you come into a room like this and it feels good and it looks good and it smells good and it's because it's all vibrationally attracted to what my vibration is doing in this room sure yeah yeah it makes perfect sense cool we're not putting a business strategy board on the wall it's no. a 
It's a raise your vibration board. Yeah, it's it's all the things. Yeah. Yeah. So I will put it up on Instagram. Thank you. That would be amazing. Yeah, and have fun creating it. Yeah. I'm going to make my own. I wonder if we could do like an online workshop where everyone can come together and we can all make our roof boards. We could start sharing them. I'll do one. Yeah, yeah. Sending your roof boards and we can share them. Do it. (gasps) Do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Yeah, so that's pretty much vibration in a nutshell. Raising vibration. And I guess the key things to take out of it is know where you're vibrating, be truthful, because that's going to raise your vibration immediately, and then just one-up yourself. That's the basics. And if you can three-up yourself, ten-up yourself, and you've got the skills to know how to do that, then do that. Yes. But really it's just a matter of just one-up yourself. Love it. Love it. I vibe you. (laughs) You feeling my vibe? I could put some music on. You could. And I can dance around. You can clean my kitchen. (laughs) Ghost story time. Yay. (laughs) This one is from a listener and a friend called Kate. Let's go. Hi, ladies. My house is a 1920s home. Sometimes when sitting in my lounge room, a new part of the home, I think I see a flash of something in the corridor. I put it down to the breeze and my silk hangings on the wall. Recently, we painted an old part of the house, including someone's hard work. There was hand-painted, ornate ceiling plasterwork that I painted over with white. The night that I did this, I slept by myself in my son's room. I woke to a feeling of receiving an open palm slap to my forehead. (laughs) Oh, dear. Why you painting over my work? Oops. (laughs) The metal bed frame creaked a bit, which also freaked me out. Then I heard ting noises of maybe the house changing temperature, and I put it down to that, but the forehead slept really freaked me out. (laughs) I put that down to anything. Fair enough. Would freak me out too. Last little interesting tidbit coming right up. I also have my Uncle Bruce's ashes in my cupboard as I don't really know if or where he would like to be scattered. But I feel happy keeping him here with us and I feel pretty confident he would be okay with that too. Love from Kate. Thanks, Kate. Thanks, Kate. You're beautiful. Can I love I you, Kate. say that I always find it funny when people say, yeah, I've got their ashes in the cupboard? You always, <laughs> like, that's a common <laughs> that's thing. a very common thing. Oh, wow. Because okay. people don't know where to put it, so they put it away. Okay, sure. So it's always in a cupboard or something. It's always kept somewhere. Yes. Um, if they don't have it out. Um, or in a hole in the wall in, <laughs> like, cemeteries and crematoriums have, you know, big walls where people put plaques and Yeah, that's okay. Whatnot. But I find it funny when people say, yeah, I've got my uncle's ashes in the cupboard at home. It's, a, it's interesting, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it is, and it's very common. Yeah, but I just okay. think it's funny that people do that because I don't think that I could do that. I couldn't. I love that she does it. Yeah, I love it. Like, I yeah. think it's cool. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. I yeah. just think it's hilarious. It is hilarious. Um... And then he's just, she's like, I think that he would just be happy with that. It's yeah. like, yeah, I'm happy with stuff. <laughs> <laughs> What's left of my physical 0.00001% remains of my human experience. I'm happy with it sitting in a cupboard. It's all good. It's just my costume. Where That's else? Where costumes go. go. Yeah. There you go. Um, 
So back to the house. Yes. And there's photos. Yes. Yeah. Sent in. She has sent photos, and I'll pop them up on social media so everyone can have a visual idea. Can you see anything in them? The only one that I can see anything in is in the hallway, and um, I remember when you sent this through to me to have a look at when Kate originally sent it, which was a while ago. So sorry you've had to wait, Kate. Yes. Um, but. I didn't remember the story. And so what I usually like to do is look at photos first, gauge what I think and feel, and then go to the story anyway. So today I haven't read the story since the beginning one. And I think at the time when I read it, I was probably a bit distracted as well because I didn't remember much apart from the slap on the forehead. That's that's the, that's the good bit. That's a good bit. Yep. However, um, we'll get to that in a second. However... Um, looking at the photos that she has sent through, the only one that I can sense anything from is the hallway one. And then in her writing, she says that she sometimes sees a flash go yes. past from the corridor. Yes. Um, and that's actually where the uh, energy resides. Okay. Um, it is a uh, what we call a intelligent spirit rather than a residual. Okay. So... Um, intelligent spirits are able to communicate and they are whole spirit. Um, what I feel is that it is a uh, male energy and um, he is, I'm not sure why he's stuck in that, not stuck, but I'm not sure why he predominantly walks down the hallway, but I feel like it's got something to do with he checks on everyone in the rooms as he walks past. So I'm not sure what the house has in its history in terms of who has lived there, but I feel that, I feel like it's either he he was the dad and he goes past and looks at all of his children and checks on everyone. Um, sure. Because I just feel that I can see feel him and sense him walking down the hallway doing that. He doesn't go into the rooms, he just peers in just to check. Just checking. Check. Just yeah. checking. Yeah. So there's nothing malicious, there's nothing um, that um, would be warranted to scare. Yes. However, um, he was angry with Kate, with the slap. <laughs> Not angry. Angry is probably a tough... Uh, a wrong word for okay. vibration. <laughs> but where he probably would have been coming from would have been um, like a, a lack of appreciation because she knows better. She did. She undenied about it for a long time. Yeah. It's not her style, which is fair enough. Yeah. And at the time she fully did it, acknowledging that this is, God, this is someone's hard work. But, you know, they've lived there for a while and I'm sick of seeing it and I want it how I want to talk. Yeah, which is yeah. fair enough. Absolutely. But from the spirit... She did not take it lightly. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't a, a, a disrespectful decision. No, no. Um, however, the spirit... Um, was it him? So it yes. Was him. Yeah. <laughs> um, because that was his wife's. Okay. Like, that was part of the beauty and craftsmanship, but it was his wife's design or his wife's, um, his wife's request... And he was he was probably the person who did it rather like he yep. may have been a rosette type plasterer. Yeah. Um that might have been his craft. But there is some sort of an awareness of um it's art 
Mm-hmm. And you know better than to disrespect art. Okay. Um, because I feel like she must have some sort of arty awareness within herself in terms of, I don't know, Kate, but right. she must have some kind of appreciation of of art. Um, and so that slap was kind of like an acknowledgement of, you know what you did. Um, and I'm frustrated that you have defaced the art basically behind it Mm. but I mean it's her house now totally to change it totally but spirit is stuck so like so they don't acknowledge that no right like they don't understand her reasoning yeah she can say it out loud yeah if she had spoken it out loud okay yeah and acknowledged it as if there was someone standing there and she was talking to the original person who created it or the owner or whatever. Sure. Yep, yep. Then she might not have got that slap. Wow. So okay. she can still do that now. Yep, yep. Because what she'll probably find is that Sorry. Like, yeah. <laughs> so sorry. Um, what she'll probably find is that it will crack or peel or something will happen with the fan or the light or something will happen because yep. their focus is 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 focused on that. Yeah, that's not making me happy. Right. So it's just a conversation. Yeah, okay, cool. Kate, if you're listening. So it's the same with, like, when we went to Mangrove Mountain in terms of how they were saying, I just, we're doing renovations, we just want to make sure we're not upsetting anyone. Yeah, yep, same idea. Their intention was pure. Yep. They were keeping all of the beautiful, trying to keep as much of the original as possible as long as it was safe to do yes. so. But... All it is is a conversation and an acknowledgement. They just want an acknowledgement because it's a vibration. Yep. So where you vibrate at. And if you have vibrated at an acknowledgement and a thank you mm. and a do we have your permission, sure. You just have to speak their language. Yeah, well, you have to know it first, don't you? You have to actually Well, realize. at our house when we got at the inside, Luca was seeing the tribal guy, the Indigenous man. Really? That was just haunting our house, but Luca could see him. And he was scaring the shit out of him because he had, like, um, looks like Luca described it as blood, but I think it was just red paint Oh yeah. Um, on his face. And he was carrying, like, a weapon that looked like a machete-type thing that Luca drew. Um, and really it was because we didn't stop to ask permission for the land, the, the, the original inhabitants of the land, we didn't stop to ask them permission for cutting down the trees and for doing some of the work that we were doing. And wow. all he was doing was just being there waiting for us to ask permission because to him that is what we needed to do. Yep. But we didn't know that. And so once we knew that, he went away. Yep. So that's all she needs to do really. Um, and that's all that was in my opinion. Yep. Um, but when she sees at the corner of the eye from the corridor, I'm pretty sure it's just him just checking on everyone. Yep. Just really wants everyone to be okay. Yep. Just checking in. It's a lovely spirit. There's something, like, I feel like I can hear the name George, but I don't think, I feel like that was his full, like, his proper first name or maybe his second name, but he, they didn't call him George. He had a short name, like, um, I don't even know. Or maybe, maybe he, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe George was what they called him, but his original name was more um, traditional to, I feel like, uh, Italian. Um or maybe Greek, I don't know, but it's like that European, that area of Europe. Um, like he, uh, I should know this because Matt's Maltese and everyone, but George, 
I don't know what they... Like a Latin-based... Yeah. Okay. Like, um, like Chris is Christos. Yep. So, like, George, I don't know what George is, but I feel like George is, like, the Aussie way of saying his name, but mm. there was another correct, accurate birth name given that was, like, a form of George. Gotcha. Derivative. Mm. But he's a nice energy, and it's a nice house. It's sweet. I love the windows. Oh, my gosh. As soon as I saw the windows, I was obsessed. I was just yeah. like, I want those windows in my house. <laughs> it feels so homely and warm and safe. It's beautiful. They're a lovely family. Thanks for sharing, Kate. Thanks, Kate. Hope Tracy's insights were fantastic. Go yeah. have a chat with George. Yeah. Ah, well, thanks, listeners, for tuning in to another episode of Turns Out She's Psychic. Hope you enjoyed the vibration <laughs> that we brought. And if you can, try and one-up yourself or even a few up yourself before next week's episode because next week's episode is going to be Manifestation 101. Yay! And you need to know where your vibration is at for that. Like, you need to be very aware of where you're vibrating. Do some homework. Yes. Make a riff board. Yes. And send us your pics of your riff board. Yeah. Because we'll share them. Thanks. Bye. Bye.